Today in Canadian History for January 26th, I'm Mark Affeld. Dr. Wilder Graves Pennefield was born on this day back in 1891. Born in the United States, Dr. Pennefield earned his medical degree from Johns Hopkins University and spent time training at Oxford University. He came to Montreal in 1928, becoming the city's first neurosurgeon. In 1934, Pennefield founded McGill University's Montreal Neurological Institute. It was here that Pennefield and his colleague Dr. Herbert Jasper would develop the Montreal Procedure. The Montreal Procedure utilized the technique of neural stimulation to locate the cells of the brain that were causing certain types of epilepsy. For example, the surgeon could apply electrical stimulation to a certain neuron triggering a specific reaction. Let's just say the smell of burnt toast? The patient, who is awake by the way, can let the doctor know which area of the brain needs to be destroyed in order to prevent further seizures. Now I know this might come as a bit of a surprise to you, but I am no neurosurgeon. This meant that in order to learn more, I would need to speak with somebody who knew a little bit more about the brain. I was lucky enough to speak with Dr. William Howard Findell. Dr. Findell worked with Dr. Pennefield at the Montreal Neurological Institute for two years in the 1950s and actually had a part in the development of the Montreal Procedure. He also went on to found the Neurological Department at the University Hospital in Saskatoon. Dr. Findell is a Fellow of the Royal Society of Canada, an Officer of the Order of Canada, and a Grand Officer of the National Order of Quebec. I'm wondering what made the Montreal Neurological Institute so groundbreaking? Was it the fact that it was driven by Dr. Pennefield? Oh, well, yes, that's true. Uh, his, uh, as you probably know, one of his main interests, uh, his main contributions throughout his career uh, was the his uh, emphasis on the, the surgical treatment of epilepsy. Uh, now, some types of epilepsy are not treatable. We don't know enough about where they're coming from to to, to treat them surgically. But many uh, patients with tumors, brain tumors, or scar tissue, or, or some other damage to the brain uh, can be treated surgically by removing what we call the lesion, which may be uh, a, a number of things producing brain damage. Uh, a seizure is a symptom, really, uh, rather like uh, uh, coughing is a symptom of something of the matter with the lung, but it may be half a dozen different types of disorders, the same in the, the brain. A seizure is a sign or a symptom of something uh, where the brain has been damaged either locally or generally. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Penfield, when he came to Montreal from New York, had already uh, focused uh, his interest to a large extent on what was the cause of epilepsy and how can one treat it uh, medically and uh, surgically. So, uh, he was, uh, his first operation uh, at the Royal Victoria Hospital before the Institute was built, this was in the 19, late 1920s, uh, was done on a number of patients, uh, but at that time, there was very little, uh, he had very little technical help. For example, there was no brainwave recording, no EEG at that time. They, they didn't, that didn't come until 1937 or 38, 
when his uh, colleague, Dr. Jasper, came here from uh, uh, the, um, the, the States and brought the EEG technique with him. That was a great help because that operation, you could put a set of electrodes recording from the surface of the brain exposed by the surgeon and, and define a little more carefully where the epileptic focus, as we call it, was situated and then remove it. So uh, there was this background from 1928 until the 1950s when Dr. Penfield was probably one of the surgeons, uh, one of the neurosurgeons in the whole world who was persisting in trying to find a surgical cure for epilepsy. So we had this background, as it were, uh, to work on, uh, and we uh, discovered this deep part of the temporal lobe that was causing these temporal lobe automatisms with amnesia. What is it about the Montreal Neurological Institute that uh, made its neurosurgeons so uh, ahead of the curve, so to speak? What happened at the neuro, I should make a, make a plea for the fact that what Dr. Penfield did when he established the concept of the Neurological Institute was to have the clinical surgical part of treating patients in the same box, the same building, as scientific workers who are doing, you know, very fancy, elaborate research on the molecular uh, structure of the brain and the chemistry of the brain. Uh, and I think what what's happening, as you mentioned yourself, the brain imaging systems now, three major systems, especially the PET system, which by which we can study the chemistry of the brain, and the MRI system, which gives us terrific detail of the anatomy of the brain, uh, is beginning to give us an enormous amount of information, which is expanding our knowledge uh, compared to the early 1950s when we had none of these extraordinary technological assets to study the brain. So the whole field has expanded enormously. And the neuro has always been on the leading edge of this because we have the advantage of medical doctors, neurologists and neurosurgeons, psychologists, uh, in the same building with the basic hard-nosed scientists who are studying the molecules of the brain, individual brain cells and tissue culture, stem cells, and so on. So this combination is a very powerful uh, uh, catalyst to allow us to uh, develop more knowledge. But uh, there's roughly a couple of centuries' work ahead of us, (laughs) I would say. (laughs) Today is a day full of Canadian history. A massive tsunami hit British Columbia's coast on this date back in 1700. And on this day back in 1961, Wayne Gretzky was born. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. 
The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher, and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. Now, once again, it's Canadian quiz time. Wayne Gretzky won four Stanley Cups in five years with the Edmonton Oilers. Now I'm wondering which team broke the streak and won the Stanley Cup in 1986. Got it? The 1986 Cup went to the Montreal Canadiens, who beat the Calgary Flames in a 4-1 game series.